0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This episode of Private Talk Podcast is brought to you by Stereo the app for live social conversations, and we want to talk directly with you, our listeners. You can join our show to play a fun game we like to call Truth With Texas, where I ask you questions and get to know a little more about each of my fans. Every episode, I tell you the secret password that you will need to remember to participate in the game that week. So make sure you listen every week for a chance to connect with me live on Stereo. This week's password is TRUTH. We want to hear everything. Download the Stereo app now and join us live this week. Link to our show in the description. Hello, hello, hello. It's Private Talk Podcast with Alexis Texas, and we're back. Season two with another episode. Today we have singer-artist Ivy with us. Hello, hello. Thank you for coming on the Private Talk couch. Thanks for having me. We're welcoming you. We need to know you a little bit better So
1: you, um, you're an artist. You're a singer. What, um, what do you have out right now? I have, um, actually, I have quite a few songs out. I've got um, like two singles that I dropped, uh, actually, under Warner last year. So that's exciting. Um, Work too hard and swimming featuring Trippy Red. How was it working with Trippy? It was a lot of fun. So um. that
0: was like that was your single debut and having such a big person on the you know record. How how did that all come about?
1: Um, I. Was in the studio and I created the song and I've known Trippy for a while and I played it for him. And he loved the record and he just he's like I'll hop on it.
0: So it just happened like copacetically. It just yeah. energetically just happened. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's when it comes, you know, and it's the best kind of thing because it's just it was meant to be kind of
1: right. That's why we dropped it. I'm like yo, this is it. Like this is the one. We gotta push it. Like because the energy's there and also like dropping a song with an artist who like also like enjoys your music it's like way better than just a purchased feature, you know? For sure. And it
0: definitely helps because, you know, you have like that chemistry already because you knew each other and you kind of right. knew your style and kind of just kind of vibe like that.
1: Yeah, facts.
0: Is there any other artists, you know, similar to him that you would want to work with in the future?
1: Um, I feel like I have worked with a lot of my artists that I've like wanted to, you mm-hmm. know? Um, I recently just did a song with Playboy Cardi. Awesome. And that was really cool. Um, when can we expect that out? Ooh, I, I honestly, I'm thinking about dropping, um, not even thinking it's happening, I'm dropping a project. Um, it's a little mixtape. It's called Get Rich and Cry Trying. And then I have my album, which is Melanin Monroe. And really, I'm just deciding on which one I want to put it on. But both of them are done. So
0: that's awesome. Soon. So I'm sure during COVID times, you had lots of time to, you know, create in the, you know, in the studio. And is that why all, you have two projects already completed?
1: Yes, absolutely. So whenever I signed, um, I signed late 2019. And um, we didn't start really picking up because it was on holidays until top of 2020. And top of 2020 is whenever COVID hit. So I was supposed to be touring and headlining and opening for people and all of that energy ended up being like more directed into more studio time which I absolutely love being in the studio so yeah I've got quite a few projects done features we've got artwork done you know I just I try to stay busy.
0: That's awesome I mean it's one of those people as like being a creative it's you know the kind of like a gift and a curse at the same time is like yes you wanted to go on tour you want to do all these things but it's like sometimes things happen for a reason to kind of like maybe build and create your craft a little bit better before you go go out there yeah so signing with you know Time Warner how did that whole process go like how does that go about talk to tell people I can't talk tell private talk Mm -hmm. how that process of getting signed to a major label like that happens
1: right um I really don't know for like other artists per se like for myself personally I can say that um I wasn't looking to sign. I wasn't looking to sign a deal. I really didn't know anything about labels. I personally, like, I've been singing in my entire life. I've been writing music my entire life. Um, I actually moved out to New York um, with like three hundred dollars in my pocket, and I'm like, I'm gonna make it here, and I don't know how the fuck I'm gonna do it, um, but I'm gonna do it. And I just started like live performing my songs out there for random events, and I met my team uh, through Instagram and stuff. I was reaching out to people. I found people I wanted to work with. Came out here to L. A. and I did no more than two songs. They weren't even out like streaming really. They were just like YouTube and whatnot. And um, yeah, labels started reaching out. So I flew all over New York and back here in Atlanta and met with all the labels. And I wanted to bring the label that I've been working with. I wasn't signed to, it's the Wasted Youth. Um, It's like all my homies, like out of Florida, Jordan Hollywood, Skip on the Beat, Smash David. And um, I'm like, I'll sign to whatever label agrees to like bring them on, you know, like so. So uh, you're signed TV.
0: with them through them, or th-
1: I'm signed directly to Warner, but they brought my label with me. It was just kind of like a like a joint venture kind of situation.
0: That's awesome to have that control, and you know, people reaching out to you and having that kind of um, kind of almost the ball in your court in a sense. Yeah, and so you kind of kind of get to d- dictate a little bit of what team you have because that's really important to mm-hmm. you know continue your craft and feel comfortable with who you are and who you want to become as an artist. To have people that are the right people behind you yeah. in through this whole process.
1: Yeah, for sure. It's it's super important, creative control and just making sure like, especially being like new to the business, I didn't want to get like, you know, screwed over. Like that's like a big stigma out here. You hear it
0: all the time. And people are like, watch out, don't do that. And then you, sometimes, you know, it is good to be cautious of those things. Yeah. But it's also too, it's like, not that you know everything because nobody really does, but you know, you get a sense of, Feeling or what's right and what's wrong. And yeah. it's kind of like sometimes you just got to like j- dive in and just see where it takes you. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I sometimes feel is like the most beautiful things kind of happen.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm a quick learner. So. so I
0: heard that, you know, your song started getting more traction when you released it on a social media s- platform. Tell us mm-hmm. a little bit more
1: about that. So all of my songs that I originally dropped, not even all of them are out on like streaming platforms. My original songs, we just kind of shot for like $0. Like we did it on iPhones. We did it on just like random cameras that we had. And we were dropping them on SoundCloud and just Instagram. And I had maybe like four or five homies that would share it. And just through our like mutual connections, people were sharing our videos to like, um, A&Rs and CEOs and label executives. And they were like, hey, like this is, this is something right here. And um, a lot of other artists found me that way. It was really cool. One of the first artists to ever reach out. Um, and this was before I was like really even talking to labels. One of the first ones I talked to. But um, XO, XO reached out and they were like, hey, like, the weekend DM me was like, yo, I like your music, like, we should link, and so I met with, I believe, um, I don't want to get it wrong, I think it's Interscope that they're signed with, so I, I reached out, um, we talked to them, and, you know, everyone was just so, like, welcoming in, like, the weirdest way, I didn't expect music industry to be that way, but everyone really liked my music and my sound, and so we ended up just, um, pod- we pumped the brakes on that, my team and I. I was like, I wasn't ready to just jump into any deal, I didn't even know how to, like, thoroughly read through like the contracts before I started like signing stuff so I took about like almost a year and just worked on my craft before I started like talking to labels again and um, after that I found like the home label where I decided to be with
0: that's amazing so do you have a project with the weekend that's coming out that we can expect to
1: with the weekend not yet not yet but I've been working on it
0: so, what other celebrities have slid into your DM? Like, hey, your voice is amazing. Let's do a collab, or that you've even worked with. You said you worked with a lot of people that were yeah. kind of that you're maybe you know influenced by.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I have. Oh my gosh, I have a lot of songs. Okay, so I have a song that's coming out on my project with Jeremiah, and that was something like I had to do because Jeremiah is like for me like king of r like for sure what? like he can sing his ass off. it's your panties wet girl Facts. exactly <laughs> I'm like eh, you know so I'm just like okay I have to do this and his vocals are amazing um I have a song with Sway Lee uh one with Lil Uzi and like these people like I like I've, I've linked with these people and they I played them my stuff and they're like so impressed and like Yo, like you got something you know and really it's just like I'm down to work with any artist like not even just large names it's incredible that large names are like reaching out to me but you're
0: hungry I love it yeah. it's like that's that's what happens like you know when you're new coming up it's like you just it's almost like you'll take anything but not you know what I mean these are really those yeah. you know, respected artists you know mm-hmm. that are coming telling you hey like you've got it so everybody has like that star factor and you either mm-hmm. have it or you don't right. but it seems like you have it I'm excited to hear your new projects coming out thank you where can we find that your projects once it does really, really be released
1: um, once it's released, uh, you can find me on all streaming platforms. I'm everywhere. We're do you gonna have, have a videos. website? I do. So it's iv4.com. It's, it's, it's so simple. And then um, also my uh, username for everything is ivv4. Or on streaming platforms, it's just iv4.
0: All right, Private Talk. You heard her. Make sure you go there and make sure you support her. She's going to be the next hottest thing. I can feel it. <laughs> so who are some of your inspirations
1: um, musically? musically man that's always like such a hard question because I don't think anyone ever in the history of time for me has ever made music that I'm like that's what I want to do for the rest of my life but I do love so many different artists like Janis Joplin is one of my favorites I love Amy Winehouse I love like powerhouse voices for women and also men I listen to a lot of um rock and metal like that's like my main Thing that I listen to do
0: you feel like that's why your music has so many multiple multiple genres like you know you have pop r&b yeah. and you have all kind of just like everywhere
1: mm-hmm. for a lot of people like whenever they hear my music they're like okay cool so like what is she and that question like I- I've never understood that question like what what am I like because you have to pick a genre which is so insane like you pick You're one like thing. why can't I just be them all exactly like I could top every chart like if people like we about it well, that definitely should be a goal of yours that you should
0: set you know because oh, yeah. that is something that it's, it's like it's more than a trifecta it's more than you know something that it's whatever and it's I don't even know if it's been done
1: yeah I mean Taylor Swift honestly is like the only person like I can think of that I've seen like jump like two major genres like going from country to going to like she was like hip-hoppy pop for like a while and like country no one like leaves country music like without you know bs And that was wild, you know, to do that and then to be successful in both and still have people, like, support it. So, yeah, I mean, it can be done.
0: Big shoes to follow, but I think, you know, like I said, it can be done. And it's like you're already already planting those seeds now. You're already doing music like that now. So it's like, why not? And, you know, if you find that hit, then it's just going to happen. The fans are going to make it happen.
1: Yeah, true, true.
0: So what other projects besides your music do you have going on? Do you have like, you know, branding is a big thing. Social media is a big thing. How important is, you know, social media to your brand?
1: Social media has been extremely important to my brand specifically because as a new artist, like moving here and not knowing a whole lot of people, um, putting my music out just there, it helped me like reach out. Um, People could find me easier, kind of get a sense of like who I am and like what I was doing. Um, So yeah, it, it helped me connect with a lot of other artists and especially here, like now in quarantine, um, hopefully we're coming out of the end of that, but it's helped me like keep in touch with my fans and, um, make new fans and keep like releasing music and people seeing it without having to be like physically in front of their faces.
0: It's like your own marketing, like tool for, it's like, you know, yeah. this is me, this is where you have my work. This is where you do your videos, mm-hmm. which you're, you know, what you're into, which is really neat. I feel like, you know, social media has changed you know, people's platforms for a lot of things, especially now with the whole TikToking and like thrillers yeah. and YouTube, you know, it's so it's fascinating to see each individual lane of like how it's prosperous for that individual person.
1: Right. Yeah. I just started with the TikTok and I'm doing pretty well on TikTok. I'm not gonna lie. I was like maybe I'm too old for TikTok, but like I'm twenty four, but I feel like I'm like fifty something. <laughs> so. Old soul? Yeah, very old soul. I'm just I'm here and I'm here now. But yeah, I'm doing pretty all right at TikTok. Twitter I can't get a hold of yet, but soon one day it'll happen for you yeah. I can feel
0: it you're young you still have like all those seeds you know where you're what direction you you know your business is going and your brand and I feel like once you really know not that you don't it like all just kind of like puts puzzle pieces together yeah so talk to us about the she devil
1: concept where does that come from so I honestly like behind my creative process whenever I I like to write out my treatments for my videos um for my music videos, I actually, like, design the costumes, you know, like, I had a stylist come and, like, help me figure out where to get them, like, made, they're all handmade here in LA, which is amazing, That's awesome. but, um, yeah, I really like to be hands-on creatively, but behind that, I have, like, Ivy the Four, four is my lucky number, you know, but also, I feel like it's, I have four different main parts of, like, my personality, and whether that be, like, with attitude or aesthetic, um, and I just kind of, like, pull from that, and for that one for work too hard, I was like, Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna go like She Devil. That's who like I feel like low key I am on the inside just a little bit. So it's is that like, part of the four? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So what are the other three? So I've got, um, Ivy from the Midwest because I am. So we've got manners, correct? St. Louis, it's countryhood, but we have manners and you know, like I know my neighbors, like I know every back road, like it's something like that. So. I'm
0: from Texas. I always, you know, it's to me, it's like you either you get it or you don't the country life. Like when mm-hmm. I first moved to L.A., it was like you would like back home, you like stop at a stoplight and you like you wave or you yeah. acknowledge people. And then here they're like, why they are crazy. you looking at me? They're right. like, I don't know you. And <laughs> it's like it's very different than Southern living. Mm-hmm. But it's cool to become the big city, you know, in, in L.A. like that and like implement those still Southern.
1: Yeah. things. I get that a lot. I would meet with like um, different artists and they'd be like, wow you're you're different or like you're weird and i'm like okay and they're (laughs) like yeah you're just so normal you know and i'm like i'm gonna take that as a compliment right now you know as you should it's they just they just don't see it out here it's something that was different to like become accustomed Mm -hmm. to but yeah that's definitely one of the one of the little personalities and then um i've got my super like feminine superstar like that's like ivy like i can turn that on and off and that's like whenever i perform and she's like pop star diva like she gets it I just I was inspired a lot by like Mariah Carey I love my um Etta James um Ella Fitzgerald so there's like powerhouse women they know what they want you know um but also like I'm mixed so I'm mixed with a lot but I love the Paris Hiltons and the Lindsay Lohans and my Kim K's and stuff like that I like the girls that are just like a part of the 2000s culture type stuff so that's bomb too I feel like that's like embodies one you know And then I've got the bad bitch. That's the she-devil. That's the she-devil. Is she the one that
0: comes out the most?
1: Or do they all come out and play equal opportunity? Equal opportunity, you know? Some people call it code switching. I feel like we're all made up of just a bunch of different things that, like, we found in life that inspired us. And, you know, we've created, like, this whole persona. I feel like mine just don't flow as easily, you know? Like, they snap in and out. So, yeah, she-devil, bad bitch. Like, I was like, she needs to be shown. I did that in the swimming music video too. Um, I switched my style up like a whole bunch I had probably like ten wardrobe changes for ten different characters. A woman in my own heart, I like wardrobe changes. Right.
0: <laughs> you got to. So and like, especially with all these personalities, mm-hmm. you know, that's coming out. And again, it's 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 a character. Right. You know, I you know, I was in the adult entertainment business myself and you know, Alexis Texas is not who I am all the time, but it's mm-hmm. a persona and who, you know, probably more my, my bad bitch that came out that's yeah. like as far as this is my owning my sexuality and who I am as a woman that, you know, it's just what that is but again right. I'm not Alexis Texas 24-7 so mm-hmm. it's like you kind of have to counterbalance everything other every other part
1: yeah as an entertainer like you have to be able to turn it on and turn it off and you know and that's what like separates us is like we're like actors in a way but like it's like performance live performance constantly what is that like method acting or something Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's
0: like, you know, being an artist is like so many facets. Like you said, you write your own music, you're, you know, hands on to the point. And I always love people who are way more hands on because I feel like you want it more. You're kind of more hungry for it. Not that other people aren't, I mean, they're just not, you know, uh, experienced in those fields, but Mm -hmm. having control of your outfits and your makeup and, you know, your dance moves and all those little things add up. And that's, you know, what makes it create superstars.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Definitely have to be hands on. I feel like Yeah. Yeah. No shade to those people who don't. But I've definitely seen artists that like they don't have to do anything like they either. You just show up. They show up. And that's a wonderful career if all you wanted to do was show up. But for me, like this is something that I'm 100 percent solely interested in. And it would be easier just to let someone else take the reins, you know, but also I feel as though I wouldn't be able to forgive myself if something didn't turn out the quality that I want or if I made it, you know, or if I didn't make it, you know?
0: So with signing with your label, did it, do they still allow you to be the person and the artist that you want to be thus far? You know, having all those things. Because yeah. some people, you know, they talk about when they're assigned, you know, they have to be a certain way or they're not allowed to do certain things. Do you have a lot of creative control?
1: Yeah, I honestly, I haven't ran into that problem. You know, fingers crossed, like I never have to. But that was something that was super important to me. I took a few meetings um, with different labels and... With certain labels, like, I mean, they were straight up, like, they were very blunt. They were like, cool, like, we're going to get you writers, and we're going to get you, you know, like, a stylist marketing team type thing, and we're going to make you into this. And I just kind of walked out. Like, I was, I was done. Like, I don't need, you know, that. Like, I feel as though, like, I've got this, you know. Like, if I'm bringing someone onto a team that I've already previously been working on and we've been building ourselves, like, I hope that they would see my vision. Otherwise, like, it's just bad business. And um, yeah, I've had other labels just for different reasons want me to be something else. But the one that I decided to like, go with I we have full creative control like myself like and I really, it's not that I'm just like 100% gung ho, it's my way or the highway. I only work with people like it's collaborative, but we have to be seeing the same Mm -hmm. vision. That's That's important important.
0: because it's like, you know, especially nowadays, and it's like being a woman in any industry, I feel like if you don't know and know how to speak up for yourself, then you're going to get either left behind or made into something that you really don't want it to be.
1: No, yeah, for sure. Definitely being young, inexperienced, a woman, you know, we have um, all these like, you know, things on our back already. It's like, you got to like climb through all these things, but you know, it
0: can be done. You know, obviously you're, you know, you're in those process of doing it. I look, you know, I look forward to seeing what all of that transpired to, in even a year, because, you know, like yeah. you said, you were last year is when you signed, and it's like, it, everybody forgets that it, it takes time. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not, it doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, you know, all these things. That it, like That's part of, like, when you make it, I feel like why it's so important to, like, kind of just realize and look back at all the work that you did to get to that point.
1: Absolutely. I mean, I see the growth, but definitely got to remind yourself.
0: So I heard you do a collab with your little sister. Tell us a little bit more about that. Is she an artist herself? Or is it something you guys just did for fun?
1: She is an artist. Um, I mean, I feel like my whole family, just like my tight-knit family, like we're all so artsy-fartsy. Like we just do it. So, But yeah, she can sing her little ass off. And I hadn't seen her in a long time. My, um, my mom, she has my brother and myself. and Those are her kids with the, with the same man, um, my dad. And then my dad just kind of went out. And just had, like, a bunch of other kids, like, all with different people. So it's so crazy. We're all connected. But I hadn't seen her in so long. She flew herself out to L.A. randomly. Like, I hadn't talked to her in years. And she, I'm the oldest. Um, she flew herself out, and she's like, yeah, and I sing, too. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm recording right now. Like, hop on the mic. And it was just something so, like, moving whenever we were singing together. Um, I just, like, I miss my little sister. And, like, I feel like that really, like, showed in the song just, like, how... I don't know, just in tune we were with each other. Sure, it's even like it was like a bonding experience. Yeah. Because, so. like,
0: you don't have to speak about maybe, like, your family stuff, but, like, singing, you know, music is therapy.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, so for sure. Like, everything was said right there on the song, you know, just, like, singing together. And, I mean, she's kicking ass and taking names. She's independent, and she's in St. Louis still, and it's, like, hard to get out of St. Louis, and she's got a baby. So, you know, she's she's tough. She's tougher than me. That's, so.
0: that's amazing. I love, you know, family support. If anything, you know, it's important to have – connections you know and especially if it's you know something that you guys are doing together maybe you know you can do more of that eventually
1: oh absolutely yeah every time she comes out here we make more music we got some pretty cool songs so
0: you say it was hard to get out of you know st louis you as an individual in general how was your journey coming to la um
1: it was long but like uh coming from st louis like there's really no money you know like my mom adopted like a bunch of kids um She adopted my best friends, and she would just take in, like, people. We always had extra, like, mattresses and cots and stuff like that at the house for people. And, um, yeah, like, we come from poverty. Like, we don't come from, like, always having food and, like, lights on and stuff like that. And so I really appreciate everything that I do, and, like, I work really hard. So moving myself from St. Louis, um, I moved with my family to Florida for a while. I was down there um, trying to go to college, and... I just really felt like, you know, like I could feel my dreams like passing by, even though like I still want to go back to college. Like I, I loved that I could, you know, that education, good education was like in my reach. because That's something that's also not offered. Um, but I moved myself to New York. I'm like, I couldn't wait any longer. So I only had like three hundred dollars in my pocket. I'm like, I can't save up enough money, you know. So I moved there and I busted my ass there, got a nice place in Manhattan and then came out here to L.A. And the the move was big jump for me because I had to decide whether I was going to give up pretty much all my security to go sleep on a couch or go sleep in like a walk-in closet you know like I didn't have money and my team was like yo like you can cash here it's a production house we got like eight people living here like it's all dudes but like we work every day so and I was on it like I had zero dollars to my name but I was meeting with all these artists every time I got into a studio I made a point to make sure I got on that mic no matter what like and be in the studio every single day recording just practicing because whenever I'm out here and I'm meeting these people like that's like my, and in the friendliest way, that's my competition. That's like my standard. Like if I can't play with the big dogs have been doing this for like 10, 15 years, like then I can't keep up and I don't want to have to take like five steps back, you know? So it was definitely, it was needed. I'm glad I moved out here. I like
0: it. I like your hunger. I like your drive. You seem that, you know, you kind of really have your head on your shoulders for being so young and being in an industry where it's like, it's really really to be determined, you know, by mm-hmm. any way. It could be, a, you know, one hit could get you up to the top or, you know, it could take several and just depending on, yeah. you know, the, what drive that you really have. But I feel like it also, like everything comes... At a time when it's like when it's supposed to, in a sense, like, you know, right. I came out to L.A. not knowing what I was going to do, whatever. But that also made my drive even harder because mm-hmm. it's like I don't have any other. I don't have a choice to fail. I'm not failing. Absolutely. You know what I mean, it seems like you're kind of in the same kind of boat where it's like, you know, go big or go home was my motto and I'm not going yeah, home. Exactly.
1: <laughs> it's good to be uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable, it puts you in a place where you want to grind. You know, some people can't handle it and that'll show you like is if it's going to make or break you, like, if you're made for it. But I feel like the second I get comfortable, I'm constantly trying to put myself into a position to where, like, I'm a bit uncomfortable again. Like, I've started other businesses, you know. I'm like, okay, cool, like, the music thing, like, I do this. But, you know, I would wake up every day and, like, bother my management. They're like, you need a hobby. (laughs) And I'm like, singing is my hobby. They're like, you need another hobby. I'm like, cool, I'm going to start, like, five businesses and juggle them all at once. So So what are those five businesses? Have you
0: started them yet? Or you have aspirations to do that? I know you have a, a line of voodoo dolls.
1: I do so my voodoo doll collection is really cool so like my family like we got Creole in our family so that's something that I've always like practiced with and it's like a taboo thing so it's a thing that a lot of people don't know about and I don't know anyone else pushing it so um, I make voodoo dolls I also make like plushies I do tarot card readings and crystal ball readings but I'm also starting like um, a line of just like earthy ass like skincare and like body you know oils and whatnot and I feel like that kind of ties into it. I don't really take medication like at all. So I do, yeah, I stay pretty like natural for the most part. Um, and, uh, beyond that, I've got a clothing line coming out. Um, I've been hand working on my merch. So that's exciting. Um, my boyfriend's skateboards. So we've been working with different skateboarding companies, working on designing like cool decks and whatnot. And, um, yeah, that's what I've got so far. You know? Staying busy. Yeah. I like
0: it. It's, you know, especially right now, it's a time where it's like, it's the best time to start businesses. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean? It is, you know, hard to, con- you know, manage five of them or whatever, but it's all just having those aspirations. They all can blend into one.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And it's like, it's just whatever works for your brand. So what, you know, with the whole voodoo stuff, is that something that you have a heavily background into that your family, you said you have Creole. So explain yeah. to us a little bit more since there's a lot of people, myself included, that don't really know all about that.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like certain things, like, they get, like, weird reputations, especially with TV and, like, stigmas. But my whole thing is, like, I don't I don't judge. Like, I just, I don't. I just, it's, I don't know. I feel like we all judge a little bit on the inside, you know, but it's a thought that, like, I guess corrects it. Um It's really just natural, you know, like uh, in pretty much every religion, like they have numerous different gods, except for maybe like a couple religions have like one God, you know, but I mean, voodoo is almost the same practice. It's just having multiple different gods and worshiping like um, everything around you from like the air to the water to the sun, almost like how like Mayans were, you know, Mm -hmm. so it's one of those old time, like traditional religions. And um, but um, I'm not extremely religious, you know, I don't practice any one thing. Um, I like to dabble. But with that, I just definitely believe in manifesting energy, you know, natural, herbal things, so mm. plants and Is that why you're and, so,
0: you know, like, earthly yourself as far as, like you say, with your skin care, you're starting yeah. now, and, like, you don't take medicine over the counter. Mm-hmm. Is that something that was implemented in your life growing up, or something you did as an adult yourself?
1: It's something I did um, myself. My mother, like, she practices with, like, the stones and, you know, like, the incense and the herbs and whatnot and stuff like that. Um, but for me, like the greatest gift that she could have given me, and she didn't raise me with any one religion, one, like, belief. She never pushed any of her things on me, but she did offer me all the tools to go out and, like, search myself. So she sent me to a bunch of different churches. Um, she gave me, like, books on different, like, ways of life, and not just with religion, but with just, like, everything. I like so. that. Yeah.
0: Because it's important, you know, sometimes, you know... Um just people in general have problem. Or people push their own practices on things. So yeah. it's like allowing you to have the freedom and knowledge to like kind of find your own way. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a beautiful thing. My way was like that itself. My, my family was not really religious, but we, my friends growing up were, we were from a small town. Mm-hmm. So I went to different churches and saw right. what kind of like, Religion worked for me, or what didn't work, and then in college I took a religions class, and I was really fascinated with the whole Buddhists and Buddha, Buddhism mm-hmm. and things like that. But it's like there are certain things that you can't fully conform to because yeah. of just everyday life or things how things have changed or evolved. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. I just you know knowledge is power, so I feel like it's really cool to educate people on the things that may be taboo and that you that you don't really know because people think get a misconception of a lot of things if you don't know if you don't have the knowledge about it.
1: Yeah. For me, it's like it's all about like liberation, no matter what it is, like just take like I don't even know how much time, even like three minutes, you know, and just like take yourself out of like whatever mindset that like you've been given or like you have right now, and just try to think like a different way because like any one way of right of life like isn't correct, and I feel like it's very like what is that word like self like you so fool yourself to believe that like your way of life is the only way and the correct way of life, but you know. These would have teach their own, if that's the way that you believe. For sure. That's it. my
0: motto is to each his own. What works for you may not work for me, but as long as it doesn't affect my immediate life, then more power to you. Right. First. True. So let Private Talk know where we can find your businesses, where we can find you, and uh, let's get to know you a little bit more.
1: Nice. Okay, so you can find all of my businesses. Really, everything's connected to Instagram. I sell my voodoo dolls directly from um, Instagram, and I have a website, actually, from there, too. So it's Naked Voodoo on Instagram, and it's NakedVoodoo.com, and that's where you can find all of my cool little uh, witchy items. Um, Wanna be IV, uh, I Eat Boys, both of those, clothing lines, lingerie. I've got things for men and women. They're both websites and the same tag on Instagram. I Eat Boys. I like that. Very yeah, clever. Right? I Eat Boys. I, I thought it was fire. I'm just like, <laughs> yo. But I have I Eat Girls, too. I don't know what I was going to do. Don't discriminate. Them. I like I that. Gotta have both. I like that a lot. (laughs) All right, Private Talk, you heard her. I hope you're loving this
0: episode. We're going to take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to get back to my favorite part, Truth with Texas. Mm. All right, Private Talk, we are back, and we have Ivy on the couch with us, and we are about to play Truth with Texas. So you said you've watched one of the interviews before, so did you get to get the part to the game? I guess it's my favorite.
1: I haven't, so I'm so excited.
0: I like it. So we're going to go through all of the cards. Each ace is a different suit, and Mm -hmm. each question gets a little bit different and a little bit kinkier, romantic, a little sexy. Right, okay. We do it all. All right, let's get to it, Private Talk.
1: Pick one for me. Mm, I'm going to pick the first one. Do I look at it? Yes, let
0: us know what it is. It is a...
1: Ace, Ace of diamonds.
0: Diamonds. All diamonds right. are a girl's best friend. Diamonds are. Diamonds are a spicy question here at Private Talk. Goodness. We're going to start off the back with, with spicy. All right. Spicy. We won't go too hard on you first, but all right. What's your favorite sex position?
1: My favorite sex position? <laughs> Shit. Um. There's a lot know, of them. I know. I'm over here like... <laughs> Running through the fucking car. We know you have sex, girl. (laughs) I want the truth. We want the truth here at Private Talk. Honestly, um, if I'm not getting head, it's doggy. I don't know why. So you definitely, if you're not getting head, it's doggy.
0: So you're only in doggy or you're getting your pussy eaten. That's it. No, I mean I do more than that, but those two But are those my are your favorite. like top notch. Yeah.
1: If you're trying to come after my heart, like it's those two for you.
0: I people. like that. Most people wouldn't say come after my heart and doggy in the same sentence, but yes. I but but <laughs> big booty girls like myself know right what you're talking about. I but get it. It
1: makes my butt move a little bit and I feel a little bit better about myself. A juggle. So you like hair pull? You know, you've got long hair when you're getting started. this is not my hair, so I don't want them to pull it, you know. Whenever my hair is like down, like for sure, you know, go for it. But this, like, it's if fair game. If they it when, up, they got to pay for it. Hey, like, that us. means they better, they better, yeah. <laughs> they better sure. have them bills. <laughs> 100%. I like it. Do you like quickies? I do. I do, yes. Because, um, you're whenever, a busy woman. Yeah. Whenever I can get it, let's go, you know?
0: Mm, how many girls have you slept with?
1: Do you want to know the real number,
0: though? I want to know the real number. Not that like add, divide, subtract bullshit yeah. here. We want to know the
1: real number. Oh, my God. Okay, I've slept with, like, oh, my God. My mom's going to see this. I slept with... Sorry, Poppy. Mom. <laughs> let's, let's
0: put your earmuffs on, Mom. There's a disclaimer for
1: you. I slept with probably like 90-something girls.
0: 90 girls. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to give you applause for that. Okay. that i think that's Applause. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So. Nice. So, would you say that you like women more than you like men?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Have yeah. you had an actual girlfriend relationship?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I dated um, a girl. I think the longest relationship with the female was, like, probably about, like, three years. It didn't last, like, as long. Do your
0: boyfriends get jealous because of, like, being around your girlfriends? Because they're just like, are you going to, like, leave me for them kind of thing? Or
1: is it just, like, when you're in the relationship, is it strictly one or the other? Or, um, I mean... I'm pretty just kind of, like, free with relationships so much is because, like, I, I, don't, I don't like boundaries. I don't like restrictions on anything in my life. But I've done monogamous relationships, and whenever I'm in a monogamous relationship, like, I give all the respect because I gave my word. But normally, whenever I'm with a girl, like, I'm never with a guy. Women are very, like... Jealous. Yeah. Not all the time, but in relationships, they're like, listen, it's me or nothing. And, like, I feel that, so I'm just like... Would you consider yourself a jealous person then? <clears throat> I want to lie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'm jealous, but like, I am to also. a degree. Yeah, to a degree. I'm jealous, but then like, I correct myself. I'm like, I'm not going to act out. You know, I'm not, but on the inside, you know, maybe later in the car, and I'll be like, oh, can you turn up the radio? Like, why don't you ask that me to turn up the radio you were talking to earlier? You know, so I you're going to throw that shade in there. You're going to be like, um, I'm going to give it back <laughs> to you, backs, but if you do that again. Backs, just under the breath. <laughs> they're like, what'd you say? Nothing at all. Like, you know, but um, I try to correct myself. I try to be like my highest form of myself at all times, you know, treating myself like a human, treating everyone else like a human. I
0: mean, and it's it's one of those things that's like you I, it, you get caught up sometimes because then it's yeah. like, OK, but would I do the same thing? And then you're like, yeah, oh, facts.
1: yeah, sorry. We're not talking about I'm, me I'm right gonna now. I'm going to let it go for you. Babe. Like, go on, do whatever you want. <laughs> I'm probably doing worse. Sorry. Exactly. Oh, my
0: gosh. Yeah, I feel that. All right. Let's go to the next card.
1: All right, I have a Ace of Clubs.
0: We got a kinky question, private talk. We're all a little kinky here. Have you ever been caught uh, masturbating? Yes.
1: How did that go down? I've been caught quite a few times. So, (laughs) caught right like By your partner, by your parents, by your sister, by your... Um, Parents and partner, for sure. I mean, anyone else who ever caught me, like... They didn't say nothing, you know, like maybe I didn't catch it, but like, um, yeah, for a while there, I feel like masturbation is healthy, you know, and like no one can do it better than yourself. Like, you know, you know, you better than yourself. So, um, yeah, my mom, I feel like she's walked in quite a few times. My mom is like a cool mom. Like she's like strict, you know, she was like mommy and dad, but she walked in, she was like, whoop, lock the door next time. That was her thing. She's like, go on, honey, finish. You're going to be fine. I'm like, I'm going to jump out of the window right now. I can't even like walk out of the front door. She can't, I can't make eye contact. Do you prefer
0: toys when you're masturbating or do you just Um, use your hand or how is your like what what, did she catch you with like a whole like motion thing where it was like kind of like (laughs) conspicuous or was like you had a whole like toy and you're like, oh my God, honey, (laughs) let me talk
1: to the door. i tied myself up and everything. (laughs) No. um, Yeah, I have a I have a incredible vibrator collection. So that's that's my thing. Um, Dildos just aren't my thing because like it's a lot more work on myself. And I'm kind of lazy whenever it comes to myself. Like I'm, I do like one or two things. So yeah, uh, vibrators are my go-to choice. So you're
0: like a bullet type of person, Hitachi. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I actually I bought a pair of panties one time. So out in New York, I lived um, across from this sex shop that was just being built, and I went in there all the time. Like all my homies, like they worked there, so they would just like, "What me up, shit. Ivy? I know. Like, <laughs> what do you want today?" <laughs> so. um, yeah, they were like, yo, we just got these cool things. It's, like, vibrating panties. Like, you take the vibrator, you slide it in there. And so I gave it to this um, girl I was talking to, like, the control and we went on like a museum date, and Ooh. that was that was a very interesting day. Did you have an orgasm in front of people? <laughs> I didn't, but man, like I was just like I had the tour guide like talking to me, mm. so the entire time I'm asking questions, she'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna turn it up to level five this time." Was it know? like
0: vi- Like, did you could hear the vibration, or is like was it really low key? It was low key. You're I feel like, like all in a private tour and mmm, I know. And you're like, sorry, <laughs> my phone's ringing. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> so.
1: I'm popular today, <laughs> but no, I mean, I feel like I can always hear it. But I don't know if other people can hear it. They're trying to be polite. Because that like, was what like, yeah. I
0: worried about. It. It's like, what is it so noisy? Like, how are you inconspicuous? Exactly. You know, just wear
1: like really thick underwear or something on. Top so, did it. you
0: actually um, reach your foolish orgasm with the panties on during your during your tour? No, I did not. Why? Because you were really nervous. Probably. Or yeah. You're I mean, like they're it wasn't. A-
1: it wasn't like consistent, you know, it was like on and off kind of situation. So I feel like blue like, lips. Yeah, facts.
0: I don't, I'm not a fan of blue lips. I talk about this regularly <laughs> because I was just like, why?
1: That's why I also
0: have an equal opportunity. Like I wouldn't do it to a man either because yeah. it's just the worst feeling ever. Like why
1: start the engine if you're not going to drive it all the way? Right, exactly. Like, and I'm patient. Like it's one thing for now and then like later, you know, like at least anticipation, but just not at all. It's, it's sad. What's the most
0: number of times you've done it in one day?
1: yeah you seem like a very sexual being i am um just because like i didn't well let me let me answer the question you don't you don't seem
0: suppressed sexually at all
1: no no not at all um i mean i didn't start having sex until i was probably about like 19 and i'm 24 now so, and it was something that was so taboo, like, my mom taught me about it, but everyone where I'm from, you know, it is a small town, so they're just, like, no, like, don't do that, like, everyone gets married before they, like, have sex, you know, and it was just, like, a thing, you're either, like, a part of the demographic that's, like, pregnant at 15, or, like, you don't have sex till you're married, and, like, no one really talks about it, and there's not, like, great, like, sex education, so it was more things that I had to figure out, like, for myself, and then you know, taking like certain photos, you know, posting in a bikini and stuff like back from where I'm from. Like I got so much heat from it, from everybody, from my neighbor down the street, pastors, you know, that I've never met, like you get it from everybody. So were you going the route of trying to wait for marriage or
0: you just didn't, you didn't choose to have sex because of the small environment you were in? Yeah. It
1: was more of like the environment that I was in. Like, it's just like, it's shaming and I don't like that. And I feel like, especially with women, like I'm sexually liberated and I feel like all women should be all people not just women like you should have a say so in that and it shouldn't matter to anyone else and it's a part of human life like it's not a taboo and we act like it's so taboo I'm from the South. I
0: know I did porn. I was a sinner. I was this. I was Mm. everything under the sun. I'm just like, I'm just doing what I want to do sexually. Like Why does it bother
1: you that I'm fucking whoever I'm fucking Mm -hmm. like mind your business? Because they're not living the life that they want to live. And that's true. And that's why
0: for me, I feel like again, the whole thing with education and sex, it's like I saw so many people growing up, cheat on their spouses, mm-hmm. their boyfriend and girlfriend, doing all these things because they weren't getting what they wanted either sexually from a relationship or just at all from a yeah. relationship. So it's like, why limit yourself and put yourself in a, in a, a box that mm-hmm. you don't even want to be in, but you choose to do the latter with somebody that you're not even with? Exactly. So that I'm like, I'm not going to be with anybody. I'm going to explore my sexuality. And I got into, you know, porn. And right. for me, it was like how I liberated myself and for mm-hmm. my form of art of how I expressed myself right. and doing what I did and made myself feel good.
1: And that's uh. very grown. It's like very mature, you know, to do, like to take that into your own hands, especially like people don't understand like the heat that you get and like having to deal with yourself along with everybody else, you know, like that pressure on top of you with no matter what your choices, whether it's like sexual liberation or moving away, some people, it's career choices or just like going to a certain college. Like, you know, like it's hard to just shut everybody else out and be like, who am I? And what the fuck do I want? And like, fuck you guys. So, so how I, did
0: you, you know, when you talked about the shaming of you even posting a bikini pic and yeah. with your neighbors and stuff, how did you, did you continue to still post pics like that? Cause you wanted to do that? Or you kind of just stopped doing it altogether?
1: I just kept doing it. Like, I mean, my mom, like she fucking cried, you know, like there were because of a bikini pic or because of the comments that people made bikini pic, the comments and people thought like it was okay to be making like certain comments. And, you know, like I just started, like I wasn't for a minute. I was like, dang, like maybe I should stop. And then like, I just like corrected myself like that bad bitch in me. I was just like, yo, like I'm not going to let people tell me to live my life. Like, so I just got more naked. She
0: devil came out.
1: Yeah. I'm like, and I'm gonna show my nipples just because like, I feel like it, you know, and like no one tells me anything. And If you disrespect me, like Like I'm, I'm not like silent online, you know, like, and I don't like to feed into a lot of BS, but I will make an example of people and I make sure like on my page, I don't really have like negative, nasty comments. Like people don't come after me like that, you know, because like in person, like I know how to carry myself. Like, and even if I was like flirtatious or whatever, like it doesn't, it doesn't give people right to like disrespect me. Like I deserve respect, like, and I, I demand respect whenever I'm around. So I just keep doing things.
0: Yeah. Nice. I love that attitude.
1: The question though, did I answer it? If
0: you had, if you had toys,
1: oh yeah, okay, cool. Just making sure.
0: Oh wait, do no, I asked you. Wait, no, I'm getting lost. I oh, I said how many times did you have sex in in one day?
1: We didn't answer. Oh, it.
0: I got excited.
1: I'm just gonna. I don't know like the amount of like times like number, but it just went on all day, and that was with a woman. Mm. Men can't. Hang. But do you
0: feel like you give like more orgasms with the woman because it's more sensual or
1: yeah. Yeah, or are you sure. just
0: an un- naturally or an orgasmic person?
1: I'm not even naturally like an orgasmic
0: person like myself. So would you say like five to six or like eight to nine? Like, or yeah, like, like eight to nine, eight to nine. Yeah. Like with, with women, with a woman for sure. Healthy like, orgasms.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: All day sex is like, is a good thing. Yeah. It's like, especially cause I feel like coming with a woman is at higher intensity of an orgasm for yeah. myself anyways, that I can speak. But I feel like it's like, yeah, probably slept really good that night.
1: Oh, 100%. We slept for, like, <laughs> the next two days. I would need it.
0: All right, let's go. Next card.
1: Ooh, Ace of Hearts.
0: Ooh, the romantic questions. Would you consider yourself a romantic?
1: I am such a romantic. I honestly, like, I've done so many romantic things. I Name
0: one. What is the most romantic <coughs> thing you've done for a partner?
1: Oh, man, most romantic thing I've done for a partner Okay, it wasn't a partner, I remember in high school there was this girl and I was like so obsessed with her for no reason, I thought she was so cute. And um, I used to steal passes, so I'd be able to pull my friends out of class. So like I pulled her out of class and she was like a bad kid so she didn't give a fuck anyways. And I had like, our fucking high school was like four stories high. So um, I drew out, like, points that made, like, a heart all the way out through the school. And I left, like, little notes in each spot. Like, I did too much for this girl. She did not even care. She was like, where are you taking me? And I kissed her in each spot. Then I gave her the map. I'm like, it's a heart. You know, like, so corny. And she was like, yeah, thanks. I don't want to hold your hand, though. And I'm like. How rude. She didn't (sighs) accept your romantic. That's okay. You know, I just went on to the next girl. Like, I was just, like, doing romantic shit for everybody. I was, like, a a romance hoe. So. Romance hoe. Yeah, romance (laughs) hoe.
0: Ivy's a romance Let it be
1: known. Um, but yeah, I'm just like I'm a romantic person. I romanticize everything in life, so I like to I like to meet people's parents, and I like to cook breakfast. And um, do all the parents love you, Ivy? Oh my god, they love me. They're like, why aren't you married? And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna make such a good impression that the next girl that meets them, like your mom's gonna throw shade for sure. Like <laughs> she's like, yeah, they're gonna cool. remember me. Oh for sure, they love me. They ask me for recipes. They hit me up even whenever I'm not talking to that person anymore, and I'm like, I'm still winning. Winning. What turned you on most during sex? I'm I like confidence and I like dirty talk. I don't like people who have to ask me like is this is this what is this what you want? Right so now? are you the
0: alpha in the female relationships or even in your male relationships?
1: Yeah, like um are you the
0: take charge girl? You said, you know, you, if you're not yeah. getting head, then, you know, you're getting doggy. So what do you do with girls? You're always getting head. You're not receiving. No, I mean, with you're girls,
1: not- I'm, I'm always giving. Like, always that's getting. like my thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just what I like. I like giving more than receiving with women and with men. I like receiving more than giving. I feel like it's more of like power plays. But also, like, even with like dudes, I have to be like, listen, this is exactly what I like, like that Meg the style, And then I don't fuck me like that. But we like this. Yeah, that's me. Like, I'm so dominant, like everywhere in my life, because I have to be. Because if I want things done the right way, like, I either have to do them myself or I have to tell people how to do it. I have to build a team. So sex, I feel like, almost is the same way. So a big turn on for me is someone I don't have to tell what to do. They come with confidence. They're like, I got this, you know?
0: They just read your body language.
1: Absolutely. Like, if I can do it, like, why can't you do it, you know? I like that.
0: So you say you're romantic. What, do you have a romantic playlist
1: that you play when to set the mood? I do. And you know, it's embarrassing a little bit. I don't know if it's embarrassing, but like, so many of the artists that like I had on that playlist where it's like I have like memories to like dirty memories I've met them and it's like my hands start sweating You're I'm like, like oh my god don't mention that I did all those things to their song for the first time I'm sure like, they like it hey like I fucked to your song like for the first time ever I mean if I, was, I like, was an
0: artist like that I'd be like really tell me more
1: I know people <laughs> tell me that they're like yo I use your song in my dirty playlist I'm like all right get it make babies to my songs like but um Top three yeah. in that list. <clears throat> What's your baby making song? Okay, so the weekend was definitely in there. He, I mean, big like rotation. In the weekend, yeah, right.
0: He's he's everywhere. <laughs> he's got to be in. It's hard not to hear one of his songs. Like every third song you're listening
1: to. I and know. I have. I have two different types of sex playlists though. But I'll give you the the R and B one. So yeah, I've got the weekend in there. Um, shit, I've got like I like my music chopped and screwed. I like it slowed down. So I like to I'm slow from down. Texas.
0: I like the chopped and screwed.
1: Yeah. Um, in Lucci, he's in there slowed down okay his voice slowed down is gas it's like Kevin Gates almost ish but not as like hype I like it I like that um and I've definitely got Tank in there thank you yeah he's a must he absolutely to. so sexy time panty dropping absolutely and then like I've got my metal sex playlist metal sex okay yeah. I wouldn't put the two together but tell pr- private talk what that is we've got a lot of tones in there Deftones is, like, slow grunge rock, and I fuck with that. Um, tools. Are you hate-fucking, are you, like, what? are there no, no, different types not, of fucking
0: for yeah. the playlist, or is it, like, this no. one's romantic time, this one's gonna fuck
1: the shit out of you? Those are both, like, romantic, but I would say with the metal one, like, because it does have, like, electric guitar, and sometimes they pick up, like, you can, like, you can like, probably hate-fuck a little bit. But, um, yeah, I play, like, a lot of, like, my slower metal music. Like, even Slipknot has, like, slower songs, so...
0: Slipknot. Yeah. Never heard that one on a sexy phone. I know, right? But you know what? You learn something new every day. You're different. We talk. different out here. I
1: like it. All right. Last time. Okay. of what is this? Spades. It's a
0: naughty yeah. one. It's our favorite here at Private Talks. Nice. Let's see how naughty we can
1: get. Do you have any fetishes? And if so, what are they? Fetishes. I do. I do have fetishes. So I used to um, be a dominatrix, but um, I didn't do it for money. I, I'm just now realizing that I could have made like a lot of money. They make a lot of money. I just did it for fun. <laughs> so, it was so Young, funny. Young, dumb, and full of cum, it happens sometimes. Right? So, um, yeah, that's definitely my thing. I like, um. So would you say I like, like role-playing? Role-playing for sure. Um, I'm, I'm a fucking kink. Just, I'm into like a lot of things. I like bondage. I'm, I met a guy out in Atlanta uh, one time I just randomly and he like works in IT and IT guys are freaky. Like, People yes. in IT are freaky. So video gamers, IT, oh, yeah. any,
0: any, all they all are freaks.
1: I'm like, do you have a charger for your phone? He's like, um, yeah, actually, in my closet. He opened up his closet and it was just like ropes and ropes and ropes and ropes and like bondage stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, I know he ain't open that to show me no charger. And he was just like, yeah, I actually don't have a charger. And I'm like. If you want to bring out your ropes, just say so. So, like, and that was the first time I'd ever been, like, tied up. And I was like, yo, this is, this is doing it for me right now. So it did it,
0: I was going to ask you, because of, like, you being the alpha, mm-hmm. you are like, just willing to be tied up. You weren't going to be like, no, let's tie
1: you up. I did tie him up. I'm actually pretty good at it. But I do like being a switch. Like, But that's the only time that I don't like being, like, the dominant is whenever that person's so confident, like, in what they're doing and they've, they know what they're doing. Because like, you're, like
0: learn, like, they're like, teach me kind of thing like yeah
1: absolutely but that's like rare
0: what porn what kind of porn turns you on um what's your porn history
1: search honestly I I or do you just make your own porn girl I mean I do I do but like that stays in my phone in my phone I never let other people have it I'm like if you want to watch it I gotta come over we watch it together like that's it so but um I know, I was just, like, I'm trying to prepare myself, you know, just in case one day, like, I happen to be, like, the Kim K of 20-fucking-21 and so on. Like something leaks and you're like, wow, it's got to be good quality, so it has to be on my phone. I know my angles, but, um, yeah, my porn history is looking like, oh, man, it's going to say a lot about me. Okay, so hentai is, like, what I watch a lot right now. Like, if I watch porn, it's hentai, and I don't know why I'm into it, because, like, it's cartoon, and I was like, nah, this ain't it for me. And one day, it was just it for me, and I'm like, okay. So that's something else I learned about myself, and um, I honestly, like, oh my god, I feel so weird saying it, like, small white girls, okay, and then, like, really buff dudes, like, I don't One know why. One extreme and the next. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't know why, just, it's just a thing for me, so um, I tried to watch lesbian porn, and I'm just like, it's really not for lesbians, feel like, a lot of it isn't for lesbians. I saw a girl fuck another girl with a shoe, like, a heel, and I'm like, I've... I wouldn't. That's not a thing that's gonna happen. I
0: mean, I've had my foot inside a girl, but I'm not with the shoe. Yeah, the first no, it was set. like the heel. Mm. It was
1: like a stiletto. I was like, mm. yeah,
0: that doesn't sound fun. Or like your vagina would probably be really angry afterwards. And I'm just infection have. central. Like <laughs> true. <laughs> Hopefully, this was like before COVID times. Before you yeah. don't know
1: what's going true, on. True. True. Like I know it. So. Have you ever seen an Alexis
0: Texas movie? I believe I have. I believe I have. I mean, I'm not a small white girl, so I may not be your forte, but <laughs> no, honestly, you
1: know what? I'm, I'm not super picky. That's just something like if I had like a fetish category, like those would be it. But I've seen, I've seen like minor feet. Spectrum. I like feet. You like feet. I you do. know, honestly, like I've sold foot photos and I never like my feet. I got long ass toes, but I've sold foot photos. People like, yo, like I'll give you like money for your feet. And I'm give me two bits. It's a big market. It's a big market.
0: I love feet. Feet are just sexy to me. I like the way they look in shoes. Mm -hmm. I like the way that they're like arches are. Right. It's just hot. And then even like being fucked and having your foot like sucked on, best feeling ever. Because you have all your nerve endings at the bottom of your feet. So you know, you go home and practice with your man, girl.
1: (laughs) Be like, oh, I learned
0: this today. Stick your foot in my (laughs) My Man is
1: not into feet. He's not a foot person. But you know, never mind.
0: What we want to know? No, you can't
1: start. The I truth. want the truth. You can't start that and be like, never mind. Private we talk week. Um, just before my man, before my man. There's just lots of people that are into feet. The- I know people that, yeah.
0: It sounds like you're you're reminiscing down a foot walk I'm stop. With <laughs> okay, um wait. there
1: was that one time with that foot and I I mean he can't talk about it right now. <laughs> um, my boyfriend's gonna watch us and be like, oh yeah, just hit on replay, but no, for sure. <laughs> there are people that I've met that are definitely into feet and it was something new for me. They're like, give me your foot. I'm like, you want my foot? All
0: right. If you, if I mean, if you haven't tried it private talk, I would definitely recommend 10
1: it. out of 10 on Yelp. Hey, got him. All right, do you have any questions <clears> for me? Any questions for you, mm, what's it like being um, an adult entertainer, right, amongst the other things that you do, and meeting people, do people, you know, do they run up to you, do they want photos, is it is it difficult for you to feel like you can step out of that?
0: Um, so let's see. So I feel like it's, it's time and place. I mm-hmm. feel like, yes, there has been time. People have run up to me. Some people want to take photos. Right. Um, but I feel like it's not, it's not an all the time thing. Like I'm mm-hmm. not like some, like, like JLo where people are like, Oh my God, like running around and you think. but <laughs> you know, you get a lot of people for me. it's always like, you look like somebody and like, they don't really want to tell you they're like kind of thing. And I'm like, Oh really? Who do I look like? And then I'll make them kind of say it. Cause it's like, I don't. Really. Yeah. I'm like, if you're going to say that, and have balls enough to whatever to like come up to me, then I'm going to play with you a little bit. Yeah, I like sure. icebreakers things. But for me, you know, my career has been a really, um, really great to me. I've been really, you know, had a lot of met a lot of cool people. I've <laughs> had a really great experiences. I, you know, I don't really have anything negative to say about it. So it's all been a really great journey. Um, it's part, you know, it's definitely not who I am. It's a part of who yeah. I am. Um, and, one, you know, one thing that I do, I haven't shot movies in, like, three years at least. Um, but it's definitely something that I still stay connected with my brand and with the industry. And, you know, I love, you mm-hmm. know, talking about sex because I feel comfortable about it. And I like people opening up about it a little bit more because it's just, you know, I feel like it needs to be talked about. Right. It's like, you know, everybody's doing it. It's mm-hmm. how we were born, you know yeah. what I mean? So it's not like, you know, like you said, the taboo aspect of it. So for me, it's just more about educating people and, you know, keeping it more, like, it doesn't define me. It's just right. a part of what I like to do. Mm-hmm. So I know I think that, you know, especially with my podcast, you know, this was the first kind of platform that I've had to speak my mind and my um, opinions about things without right. being censored and given, like, my full truth about everything. So mm-hmm. I really, have had you know, had the honor to, like, be, you know, give private talk <laughs> what they want without just seeing, like, oh, she just does porn. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different facets of my life that, you know, it's just... A part of evolving who Alexis Texas is altogether. But you know, it's definitely been a, a really great experience and it's opened a lot of doors for me. So I, you know, I definitely appreciate all those Alexis Texas fans and yeah. Right. that's how i got to
1: meet you ivy great to be here wonderful <laughs> for sure yeah i understand it's, it's difficult to step out of one thing some people are like known for one thing and they do like a million other things so well that's why it's, it's about branding you, you know what i yeah. mean
0: and that's why building it up you know it's i've been alexis texas for over 10 plus years and you know it's just a part of like my stepping stone i feel like to mm-hmm. get me to the platform what i'm what my full potential really is
1: absolutely and it's great that you have like your own podcast where you can like you know, like you said, you're not censored like this is you. So you're not doing underneath someone else's like. It's all on truth of
0: Texas, Ivy. Amazing. Appreciate Great. you coming and taking the time out of your busy schedule. Good luck to everything that you have going on. Thank and you. your, we can't wait to see your your album drop. And I think that's going to be really exciting.
1: Yeah, very excited. Thank Let you so us much know where we can see you one more time so we can support you. Right. OK. So if you're looking for me on social media, it's Ivy The Four. You can find me at any of my handles. I got Twitter. TikTok, Instagram. If you're looking for my music, it's on all streaming platforms and it's IV4. Check out my new single, Work Too Hard.
0: All right, Private Talk. I hope you like this episode. Make sure you like and subscribe
1: to our YouTube channel. And um, until next time. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Iv. You just tuned into Private Talk Podcast. Do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe below.